0: Lord praise the Lord praise the living Jesus neighbor good morning morning. greet the nice person beside you say good morning morning. viewers all over the world we greet you good morning in Jesus name you may be seated hallelujah hallelujah Yes, make sure your heart is not fearful. Make sure your heart is free from worry. Be conscious that you are welcome. Tell your neighbor, be conscious. Be conscious that you are welcome. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, today we so much treasure our worldly possessions, such as cars, houses, clothes, shoes, jewelry, and properties. It is our daily prayer to have them in abundance. You know, we care for them. We do not want them to fade because of how much they mean to us. But there is one thing we never care for, that never fades away, the heart. The main man, the man himself, do you give same concern, same care, to your heart, God's contact, the communication point, God's prayer room, God's treasure. We can tell how men look, but God can tell what they are. Our appearance is but a camouflage. The Bible says what God values in man, he's beyond human assignment and which is planted in the heart. It is good to look good, but do not forget about the real thing, which is God's treasure. Because the Bible says in the book of Matthew 12, verse 35, That it is the character of a good man that he has a good treasure in his heart. And from there he brings forth good things. Love, joy, faithfulness, tenderness, kindness, good affection, wisdom of utterances, good knowledge, and power to cancel. All these are good treasures hidden in the heart. The law of God has written, kept them there, ready for use as occasion demands. On occasion such that you are in right now, times you difficult, to deal with. Time when everything around suggests no hope and no future. But the Bible says that using the word of God that you have read and kept to your heart, using the word of God that you have read and taken to your heart helps to ensure that your prayer aligns with God's word and intention for your life. Whatever you need, be it direction. Whatever you need, is it breakthrough? Is it healing? Is it deliverance? Lies in the word of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that on occasions such that you are in, When time is too difficult to deal with. Time when everything around suggests no hope, no future. But as a Christian, using the word of God that you have read and taken to heart helps to ensure that your prayer aligns with God's word and intention for your life. Are you in need of direction? Whatever might be your need, I want you to know that nothing good happens without discipline the heart. Nothing good happens in life without discipline your heart. Prophet T.B. Joshua says that living and praying in Jesus' name Begins by pursuing a disciplined awareness of his nature. Because the extent that we think the thought of Christ, to that same extent do we have the power of Christ. Living and praying in Jesus' name begins by pursuing a disciplined awareness of his nature. Because the extent that we think the thought of Christ, to that same extent do we have the power of Christ. I don't know the thought that is going through your heart right now. I don't know what you are thinking right now. But I want you to know that whatever that is going through your heart would either attract Jesus to perform for you or reject Jesus. Whatever that is going to your heart right now will either attract Jesus to perform for you or reject him. Tell your neighbor, don't reject Jesus. Don't reject Jesus. Don't reject Jesus. Yes, because we oftentimes reject Jesus with the thoughts in our heart. We cry, oh Lord, help me, deliver me. But our heart says otherwise. Our heart is not in full agreement with the words in our mouth. I want to ask you a question. When you receive any unpleasant message, can anyone tell us what is the first thing that is affected in your life? You receive a message. And of course, it is not pleasant message. You receive unpleasant message. Tell us, what is the first thing that is affected in your life? Get it you say what i say the heart yes your heart your heart will be affected immediately once the unpleasant message comes you begin to think doubt worry you will feel depressed your thoughts different thoughts comes in Do you know that if care is not taken, at that particular time, Satan has great advantage over you? At a point that you receive this unpleasant message and your heart feels worry, you feel doubt, you feel, you know, you feel disturbed. In this state of mind, if care is not taken, Satan has great advantage. Over you. At this point, I will need four volunteers to quickly illustrate this message so that we can understand how we oftentimes reject Jesus in our heart and yet we cry for his mercy. We want to see how we oftentimes reject Jesus from coming to our sin, but yet we say, Lord, help me. We pray, we fast. I will need four volunteers. I assure you, you are not going to involve in vigorous exercise. It's going to be a very calm one. Four people. Thank you, sir. I will need one of the sisters. Thank you. Yes. We have four people here who will be helping us to illustrate this message quickly. And of course, here we want to take these two people as our main character here. Thank you. Thank you. So, sir, you help me to stay here. And my brother, you move a little bit back. Thank you. Now, we want to see viewers all over the world. We want to see how we oftentimes reject Jesus with a thought in our hearts. And yet we cry for his mercy. And yet we cry for his favor. Remember, God is faithful. Now, these two people are going to receive the same message, unpleasant message. But they are going to react differently. This, our sister here, is going to act wisely. I'm sorry. And our brother here will act foolishly. Now, in this case, being a wise heart, after receiving this unpleasant message, he will bless then she will bless the name of the lord she will give thanks to god she will speak the word of god over our situation with all our heart believing that god is still saying something even in the midst of pain but you see the foolish hearts we'll talk about how good he has been to the poor. How good he has been to the less privileged, to orphans. And why should God allow such problems to come his way? With good he has done to a lot of people, even in the house of God, he pays so much tithe. He helped the less privileged. And why will God allow such a bad thing to happen to him? We are going to listen to the voice of their hearts. And here comes our brother. He will add the character of Satan, the tempter. I'm sorry, brother. Just the character. And here comes our brother here. He's going to add the character of the Holy Spirit, our helper. Now, let's quickly listen to the voice of your hearts. And this is the kind of way we address our issues before God. I believe by the time you listen to this, you will understand yourself clearly. Now, we want to listen to the heart of the wise, how he chose to bless the name of the Lord, even when everything seems hard. Imano, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I know you have done it. I bless you today for doing it in my life and in my family. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Even when everything around her suggests no hope, no future, she blessed the name of the Lord. From our heart. Remember, we are listening to the voice of the heart, the thought that goes in your heart. And now we want to listen to the foolish hearts. Why are you, Lord, upon all the good things that I'm doing with, for you, and you are not blessing me? Oh Lord, I'm crying with all my tight, with all the good things that I do to the less privilege. There is no good thing for my side. You know these are the things that just expresses that we hear but you know god searches the heart of man that is why he does not value our outward appearance but what god values in man is beyond human discernment, which is planted in the heart you see we've just listened to a wise heart who choose to bless the name of the lord even when everything around us suggests no hope no future She chose to honor God and dishonored herself. And here comes the foolish hearts who talk about how good he has been to the church, how he gives to the poor, the lonely, the destitute. And therefore, why should God allow bad things to happen? But he failed to realize that his righteousness, his good works are filthy of rag in the sight of God. The moment he starts complaining, murmuring, lamenting, his human nature takes over, makes him filthy, dirty, unworthy, dumb, or evil. It is obvious that his heart has rejected Jesus from coming to the scene. He might show on the outside, oh Lord, help me, but his heart, has completely shut the door from Jesus to come in to the matter. Now, here comes the tempter. You know, he will always love to act fast. And in this case, he moves quickly to see the wise heart. And when Satan goes to the wise heart, he realizes this heart is free from condemnation. This heart is free from guilt. This woman's heart is free from inferiority, from murmuring, from complaining. And Satan realized that there is no cohabitation between light and darkness. So he takes off. Now he comes to the foolish heart. There he found his food, guilt, condemnation, complain, murmuring. Despair. And he said, wow, this is my food. And he stayed to add more pain, more sorrow. Now here comes the character of God, the Holy Spirit. Of course, he went to the hearts of the foolish and he realized that this heart is completely closed making it difficult for Jesus to come to the scene because his heart is useless. It's impossible for God to come to the matter. And Jesus, of course, went to the heart that welcomes redemption. This is the perfect pictures of our life. It is true, we pray, we ask God, help me. But our heart is far from him, making it difficult for Jesus to come unto the scene. And therefore, we reject him on daily basis. We reject Jesus in our heart. Tell your neighbor, don't reject Jesus. Don't reject Jesus. Thank you very much, all. You've blessed us this morning. You can take the utter foot and go back to your seat. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, don't reject Jesus. Don't reject Jesus. Yes, because we reject him with the thoughts that is going through in our heart. And that will be the title of our message this morning. But right now turn quickly with me to the book of Hebrews. And that would be our proof test for this message. The book of Hebrews chapter 4, and we'll take quickly from verse 11. Are you there? The book of Hebrews chapter 4, and I'll take my reading from verse 11. let us therefore be diligent to enter thy rest lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience for the word of god is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of the soul and spirits and of joints and marrow, and is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Verse 14, Seeing then that we have a great high priest, who has passed through the heavens Jesus the son of God Let us hold fast our confession For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses but was in all pain but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin I take that again. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time. Of need. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, don't reject, don't reject Jesus. We oftentimes reject Jesus when our human nature does not wholly surrender. When we begin to experience a constant struggle, constant battle between the spirit and the flesh. Conflict between light and darkness. We want to do it right, but we find ourselves doing it wrong. We want to act in faith, but we are compelled to show unbelief. The Bible says we live in a world where Satan, the enemy of our soul, would not want the purpose of God to be revealed in our lives but we have to put up a fight by taking hold of our hearts. We live in a world where Satan the enemy of our soul would not want the purpose of God to be revealed in our lives but the Bible says we have to put up a fight by taking hold of our heart. The Shunammite woman in the book of Second King, chapter four, verse twenty-six, realized this. She knew that a person's life is what their thoughts makes it. What you think is what you are and what you are is what you think. And that is why when prophet Elisha sighted the woman from far, he beckoned on his servants, run quickly and meet the Shunammite woman and asked her, is everything okay? Your child, your husband. Remember, this is the woman whose son just died. The Bible says the servant ran quickly and asked the woman, Madam, is everything okay? Your husband, your son. The Bible says in the midst of her pain, in the midst of her agony, her heart was solemnly engrossed in the word of God. And she simply responded, it is well. Even when everything around us suggests no life, no hope. I respond to us, "It is well. Tell your neighbor, it is well. With my soul. It is well. With my situation. It is well. Viewers all over the world, confess that word with us. It is well with my soul, with my situation. Even when everything around suggests no life and no future. Brethren, living in the word of God in times of test and trial, will assist you to respond by the spirit of God. Instead of murmuring or complaining, living in the word of God. The Bible says a fearless confession comes from a word-rude heart. Fearless confession comes from a word-rude heart. A heart that is ruled by the word of God, whether he feels it or not whether he sees it or not. If the word of God says it is true, then it is true. Let the weak say, I am strong. I can hear you, let the weak say, I am strong. strong. Viewers all over the world, let the weak say, I am strong. strong. Let the poor say, "I I am blessed. And let the oppressed say, I am free. say what God has said I mean you can say what God says if God has said it in his word then you can confess it knowing that God will make it good you have the right to say what God says if God has said it in his word Bible says you can confess it, knowing that God will make it good. The Bible says the greatest source of human worry is about what happened next. The greatest source of human worry is about tomorrow. What happiness? Like many hearts are saying right now, are you sure I'm going to be healed? Are you sure when they touch me, I will be delivered? How would it happen? Are you sure? The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 23, verse 7, that a heart which thinks error is sick and it is a failed heart. Proverbs 23, verse 7. A heart which thinks error is sick, and it is a failed heart. A heart which doubts and worries is sick, and it is a failed heart. This means worrying about our situation destroys the sense of our reasoning. The Bible says, it cripples our ability to think, to talk, and exercise faith in the present. Remember, scriptural prayer releases the power of God. When the power of God is present, the Bible says, healing, deliverance, salvation are like breathing. Breathing. Brethren, in pursuit of your liberty and happiness, you need to find enough calmness to think clearly and react diligently. In pursuit of your liberty and happiness, you need to think clearly and react diligently no matter the turbulent situation. Be persuaded, not to listen to the panic of the moment, but to find quiet voice of counsel. The Bible says the spirit of Christ in our heart cries out naturally, Abba Father. This sense of fatherhood provides a natural basis for prayer. And that is why Prophet T.B. Joshua gave us a simple prayer, anointed world, a prayer of the heart. When you are faced with a situation that seems unyielding to your prayer, you say, Oh, Holy Spirit, take more of me and give me more of you, more of your gentleness, more of your peace, more of your calmness. Because we do not know how to pray. It is the Holy Spirit who prays within us. The groans that words cannot express. Whatever situation you may be facing, meditate on the Word of God and bring God's power onto the scene. But today, we only think on the Word of God. And that is why we think about our trouble. There is no way you can think on the word of God. Thinking on the word of God, you will only think about your trouble. But when you meditate on the word of God, you bring God's power onto the scene. Meditation brings revelation, and revelation brings real movement. Always ask the Holy Spirit to give you the grace to always conscious. Of your faith under tension and pressure. Brethren, always remember that when you are not happy, you are falling into Satan's trap by the states of your mind. That is why you have to be very careful. When you are not happy, you are falling into Satan's trap by the state of your heart. Tell your neighbor, don't reject, don't, reject don't reject Jesus. Don't reject Jesus. Finally, brethren, turn with me to the book of James. The book of James, chapter 1. The book of James, after the book of Hebrews. The book of James, chapter 1. And let's take our reading from verse 23. Are you there? Are you there? Now, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. I take that again. For if anyone is a hearer of the world and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he, observe, for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets about kind of man he was. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. For he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in words... He does. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do not only be the hearer of this word, but a doer. Because few things are more dangerous than a person with an unexamined heart. You know, Satan will not come to you physically and say, hand over your sword. He will come through doubt and unbelief in your heart. Because his aim is to cut off your dependence on God, your duty with God, and your communion with him. for those who are in a state of dullness, living outside the truth, where their light comes from, saying, how is it going to happen? Are you sure I will be healed? Are you sure I will be free? But are you sure they are going to pay all my debts? Remember the crisis of your faith is your failure to give Christ His proper place in your heart. Your victory, your liberty starts within you with a free heart, a balanced heart. If you can control your heart, you can control your life. If you can control your heart from dancing around, you can control your life. Remember, God's promises are only recorded in the Word of God. And therefore, if you have taken the Word of God to heart and truly make it part of you, the Bible says, it will by its very nature changes you from stagnation to success, from sickness to good health, from failure to prosperity. And when it does, you will be called to act. Tell your neighbor, don't reject Jesus. May the Lord bless his word in the midst of your heart. I leave you with this song you don't have to worry and don't, don't
1: you be afraid joy comes in the morning, morning. morning. troubles they don't last away remember there's a friend named jesus who will wipe your tears away and if your heart Broken, just lift your hands and say.
0: is in his hands. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. As we are in the presence of God, remember we do not have any reason to doubt his sufficiency. Because Jesus Christ is our healer. The Bible says, his healing power is unlimited. He's our deliverer. His power to deliver is unlimited. He's our blessing provider. And his power to bless us is unlimited. So right now, open your heart. With faith in your heart. And begin to say, son of David. Have mercy upon me. Let your mercy speak for me. Let your favor speak for me. Let your mercy speak for me today. Ask Jesus to position you where he will be interested in all that has to do with you. In Jesus' name.